0: We pick up on DAF 48b, uh, that is Mem Chet Amorbet, at the Mishnah. And uh, the Mishnah says, uh, So what happens is if an ox uh, tries to hit another ox, but it actually ends up uh, um, uh, goring a pregnant woman, and uh, the child, she unfortunately loses the child. Uh, she miscarries the child as a result uh, of the goring. Uh, the ox is pater. Uh, uh, the ox does not have to pay uh, any of the damage of the uh, the the fetus that was miscarried. Um, however, What happens if a friend uh, was trying to hit uh, another uh, uh, person? Uh, what happens if he miss? Uh, aims and he hits uh, this, this woman uh, and she miscarries the child, then the man has to obviously uh, pay uh, the amount of the of the fetus uh, the miscarriage that he caused the woman. So Kate said uh how does he pay? How do we value uh, this this value of this uh, fetus, how the the value assessed? we take the difference. Uh, between how much a woman would be worth pregnant and how much would a woman uh, be worth uh, before giving birth and after giving birth. Okay, that is the difference uh, between the two of them, uh, and that is the, the once you've calculated that amount, it then gets paid back. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamdal, uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamdal has got a different view. He says, um, uh, you um, um, uh, it, It seems that once a woman uh, gives birth, actually her value increases uh so uh so what happens is you you um you let uh it seems to be the opposite way around uh cuz you meant to give her uh it's only if she's worth more uh pregnant and uh, not after uh, she's pregnant here we're saying she's worth more after she has really uh, given birth uh, to the child, so she's worth more. In that stage, So that should be the amount that you would have to give. Uh, so he gives a different view. So what you have to do is work out uh, the value of the offspring, uh, and you give that value to the husband. Uh, and if the woman doesn't have a husband, uh, he gives the money to the husband's heirs. Right, we had this discussion uh, a few weeks ago as well, uh, where we said a certain amount of. Uh, payment goes to the woman. Uh, we'll discuss it a bit later, as well. Uh, but then uh, the majority actually ends up with her husband. All right. Uh, so now how uh, shivka. Um, what happens uh, the shivka? Um, uh, if the woman was a a, a maid servant, uh, uh, or gioret, uh, or else she was a gioret and she was married uh, to another slave or to another convert that died. In other words. Uh, what we're getting across here, uh, the important part about this uh, section of the Mishnah is that uh, there are no heirs in this situation because there are uh, a a um, a gar uh, uh, that converts is like a katan shenoladami. Uh, that is what we say, and and therefore in this situation, uh, that uh, um, what what we say is uh, the the child uh, is a. Um, uh, the, the um, yeah, the, sorry, no, the child, the, the the person that we're giving it to. Uh, it's uh, the, the, then this guy is exempt, uh, because there are no heirs over there, because this person uh doesn't have any heirs, and therefore uh she doesn't keep it, and and also uh, there's no family for her to pass it on to. Uh, husband doesn't have family to pass it on to, and therefore uh this guy would be exempt uh from paying anything. Uh, and that is uh, that part of the Mishnah. Okay, the next uh, Gemara picks up a time the The first part of the Mishnah means that he is uh, exempted uh, from. Uh, uh, paying is because he wanted the ox, wanted to kill uh, another ox or or go another ox. Uh, But what happens if the ox uh, would be going for the woman and having intention to uh, kill the woman? Uh, And uh, seemingly the implication is that uh, it would pay it because if if that was its intention, it goes ahead and uh, kills uh, uh, the offspring of the woman, uh, you should have to pay uh, the value for that. Okay. Uh, should be say that there's a knockout against uh, Rav Adabahava? He says, uh, Rav Adabahava says, uh, even if the ox was intending to go for the woman, uh, and then uh, he did so, the owners are exempt uh, from paying compensation uh, for the uh, the miscarriage. Amalach uh, Rav Adabahava could even answer you back. He says, No, even if it was the ox uh, was intending for the woman, uh, you are exempt uh, from paying the value of the offspring. Uh, and the reason, the same, he said, I could even say uh, what you would say, uh, and uh, I would say that uh, the, the woman. Uh, the, the ox is exempt from paying, And ha uh, but just cause the says, uh, because the Mishnah says, sure, because really what uh, what was taught in the Mishnah, the ox that wanted to go, uh, one of its friends, I, it's uh, an, another ox, I did zakai, pahalimit saifa because really what you wanted to do uh, was teach the uh, stylistic purposes, teach that, because the next part of the Mishnah says, the saifa uh, says, Adam yataka vayin na talking about a person uh, that wanted to do damage his friend and by mistake uh, hit the woman. Uh, so therefore, uh, the Ghi the, Ketivkra, uh, uh, because there's a verse uh, that says that if, if people are fighting and they, hit, and they hit a pregnant woman and a, and a child comes out, uh, then um, the person... Uh, is uh, that have to pay for that? Okay. Um, and therefore, because the verse is written at that, and uh, so therefore also we see that uh, because written that way in the last part, it must be for stylistic purposes written in the first part. Sure, uh, also talks about uh, instead of a person who wanting to hit his friend, is talking about it, an ox uh, that wants to uh, intend to go his friend, another ox. Right, um, I'm Rapapa, Rapapa comments as well. Uh, an ox that goes this Canaanite uh, slave, and the child comes out as a result of a miscarriage In this case, uh, you do pay uh, the value of the Vlad uh, in, this in, uh, in this instance. You do pay the value of the offspring, uh, because maatama. What is the reason for that? So basically, what we say uh, it's essentially um, that uh, um, the, uh, the, the 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 Canaanite slave is uh, viewed as if she was uh, an an animal. No, obviously not uh, with regard. You know, on a you know, humans are humans and animals are animals. But we're saying is, uh, it's as if uh, an ox would go another animal. Okay, and in this in this situation, a uh, pregnant uh, donkey, uh, because in in this uh, in this situation, effectively, uh, it's not defined from a from a uh, because they're not Jewish. There's no. Uh, discussion about uh, the money for the fetus and, and, and things like that. Uh, so uh, the, the verse doesn't refer to that. So it's like uh, damaging an ox going along and damage, damaging property. Really what we see is that uh, those uh, um, uh, this, the Canaanites, or whatever the case is, the Canaanite maidservants are compared. It says, stay here with the donkey. Eliezer was a canani, Uh, and, uh, and uh, Abram said, poimachamor, stay here uh, with the donkey, which means that uh, the nation is compared to a donkey. In other words, that the, uh, there is no, uh, it's like property uh, and not like a uh, uh, considered uh, in the same category. Uh, as a Jewish person that way. Okay, and therefore it's not uh, what the Torah talks about is uh, compensation for a a Jews miscarried child and not for a non-Jews. Okay, that is... Uh, that. Alright, so now the next thing in the Mishnah says, Ketan uh, Vladot again, uh, the Machloket in the Mishnah, how does he pay uh, the compensation uh, for these uh, this this miscarriage? Vladot uh, uh, we said, you know, how much uh, the woman increased uh, due to the child, and we say listen, does that make sense? Vladot, what do you mean the Demay Vladot? The compensation for the, for the child? Shwach uh, Vladot, really what it should have said, you should pay the increase. Uh, in value uh, for the offspring uh, and that, that's what it should say uh, no, uh, this is what it actually is meant to say uh, not only do you have to pay uh, compensation for the actual baby itself also like the, the increase in the value of the woman, she looks bigger uh, when she's pregnant, she looks healthier uh, etc and uh, and therefore you have to take both of those things into account Amar Abishim Ben Gamliel and Ben Gamliel quoted uh in the mishnah says listen im kain um when a woman gives birth uh, she loses, she increases uh, in value and that is what he says so it's like uh, it, it seems that it goes the opposite way around. Normally we say person is damaged and as a result uh, of that damage uh, they, they decrease in value and that's the difference what they were uh, higher value and what they are now a lower value. Here he says actually it works the opposite way around uh, when it comes to a pregnant woman We say that she's worth more after the birth uh, uh, and uh, now you know if she she was damaged while she was pregnant, she'd be worth less. How do you understand that, Mark? Come What exactly is he saying? Amar haki Hakikam Raba says this is what he means to say. V'kiyishah. Meshbachad koredem she'teleid yoter. Me'ershachad teleid she'teleid teleid. Uh, is the value of a woman higher before she gives birth and after she gives birth? Surely it's the other way around. V'aloshiyishah. Uh, meshbachad ala'achad she'teleid yoter mi'koredem uh she'teleid. He just explains. He said, listen and uh, the value. A woman after giving birth uh, is higher than before giving birth because uh, the reason uh, for that is uh, not explicitly mentioned over here. But uh, uh, what you're worried about uh, is that uh, the, the, the she could die during childbirth, and therefore uh, it's uncertain. You know, would uh, you know just before she gives birth, uh, it's actually the most dangerous time, and and therefore we take a lower, we give a lower value uh, over there. And uh, but yeah, once uh, she's already given birth. Uh, uh, you know, then we, we she's made it, and therefore her value increases. Okay, uh, and therefore as a result, uh, you, uh, so he said that, that's what he says. Uh, we say. Uh, her value goes up after she gives birth. So basically what uh, um, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that uh, because the the value uh, goes up after birth uh, so therefore what you have to do is, is evaluate how much of the child we would be worth and then uh, give the value of that to the husband. And Tandian also backs this up in a brighter Does woman increase in value before uh, she gives birth but uh, you know but rather than after she gives birth uh, surely she's worth more after uh, the birth than uh, before the birth uh, really so therefore what you have to do you have to work out the amount of the fetus and give that to the husband as compensation uh, so Rava, my Rava comments on this and he says uh, this is what Rabban Shimon Ben Gamda so uh Shimon uh, l- 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 uh it mech לעצמה uh really is, is the value of the woman higher only for the one who she gives uh, you know to whom she gives birth for in other words her husband uh, and it says and she doesn't have any value herself as a result of the the child basically what happens is the value of the offspring uh, we work that out and we give that uh, to the husband, because uh, that's uh, what he has essentially lost. Uh, and also what happens is, uh, the, when she gets bigger and she looks stronger, uh, etc., therefore in that situation, uh, the shevach of the vladot, in other words, the fact that she's pregnant, she looks healthier, uh, etc., is, uh, is, is, uh, that's like an increase in her value. And they split that, the husband and the wife uh, split that as well. Alright, uh, Tanya and uh, we also learn in a Brata, another Brata, I'm Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel, Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel says Does uh, woman only increase uh, the value for herself I mean for for um, for the one to whom she gives birth that's for her husband and, and for herself she doesn't increase at all uh, as well, Ella, what do we say? Uh, really what happens is you you work out the damage and the pain. Uh, by itself uh, and therefore, and um, uh, it says from uh, basically the the pain by itself uh, and the and the thing gets given to the woman, the offspring gets given to the husband and the husband and the wife uh, divide not you split uh, the value uh, of uh, uh, the increase in her value as a result of becoming pregnant uh, between the two of them. Mm. Now, Gamora says, uh, Surely, the opinion of Rabbi Shimon Gamle, the first uh, brata, he says, uh, the woman's value decreases because of her pregnancy is, uh, uh, is different from the Rabbi Shimon In the second brata, uh, that it increases. Okay, he, he says, yeah, does it increase only for her uh, or her husband? Uh, really that's that's what you do so you know what does he say? Does a woman uh, decrease while she's pregnant in value or does she increase uh, while she's uh, increase in value while she's pregnant okay so how, how do you understand that and the Gemara said, Lord Kasha uh, no we, there's, there's no problem uh, I can explain that both of them are true in different respects can she um, mav kerit uh, can but she sure mav kerit and uh, no what are we saying is this first brighter which says the woman's value increases after giving birth that is talking about uh, her firstborn. Before, Mavakeret um, is uh, saying that she hasn't had a birth yet, so this is the very first birth. Uh, once you uh, have established this woman uh, can safely uh, bring children into the world, well then uh, her, her, the, you know, the, the second brother who says her value increases uh, is talking about a woman who's not giving uh, birth to a firstborn, and therefore, you're sure uh, that uh, you, you're pretty much sure that she can handle uh, the pregnancy, etc. Nothing should go wrong. Right, um, uh, and what about the rabbis used to talk about this? It says, and uh, why do the rabbis say the increase in the value uh, is given to a husband? Uh, where do they get that from? Uh, as we learned in a um, uh, a brighter it uh, 's could say good Tanya it says uh, when it says that uh, the, you pay uh, the child goes out in other words, she has a miscarriage and she obviously we know that the woman uh, is pregnant uh, what do you mean if they they strike a pregnant woman and, and uh, she has a miscarriage? If you say all you had to do is say she had a miscarriage. Uh, why do you seemingly? Uh, Stress the word that she was pregnant and she had a miscarriage to come along and uh, say the increase in pregnancy is really given to her husband Um so what does Rabin Shimon and do with that? Hi, Ma Darish Bay, so what does he learn from the word hara? it says he learns out for the following connected by he says you are liable to, Rebelius Ben says you're only liable uh, to pay for the value of the offspring if you hit the woman in the stomach, right, uh, you know, in the place of pregnancy. Rav Papa says, Law Bamish uh, doesn't have to be the exact place of the pregnancy. Ela, call de Salikba Shimacha, Lula, Lula, the law. So basically, what we're saying is uh, you have to hit her somewhere in the stomach and, uh, you, know, upper, you know, or somewhere near there uh, as opposed to just hitting on her hand and her foot. Uh, that shouldn't make her uh lose her pregnancy. Alright, uh moving on uh to the next part of the What happens if the woman was a maid servant. she was freed, uh, we're talking in here case about there is uh there are no heirs uh for her husband over there. we're only talking about this uh, is where you hurt her during uh, the lifetime of her husband, Okay, the lifetime of this uh, convert, uh, and then uh, afterwards uh, the convert died uh, before actually um, <coughs> payment was given. Uh, because the, he was owed the money uh, in his lifetime Zachha uh he gets it, okay, he's in entitled to it. and when the the, the dance, uh this convert um, um, dies, So you can come along and um it's like ownerless money and anyone can acquire it from a Aval um ba la acha However if the the damager causes the damage to the woman uh, after um the uh, the girl has actually died. Uh, so what happens is is that uh, if he injured her after the convert died, she acquires the money and, uh, and therefore, once she's acquired it, uh, he has to pay the woman. So, Kista, Rav Kista, doesn't like this. Ama Ravkista, the master of the statement. In other words, you know, Atuv Ladot, Tzara Nenu, Zachabu. you know, is like um, uh, bundles of money. You know, what we're talking about here uh, is that uh, that she, uh, the woman, acquires them. Ela, etzata zakha lo, rachmana ulital baal lo, so. So basically what happens is, uh, we say, uh, is, um, if the husband's around, uh, the, the offspring go to him. Uh, but if the husband isn't alive, uh, then it doesn't go to anyone else. Um, uh We challenge that. uh So what, what happens is, uh, is that uh, we say um, uh, you know? Uh, so what happens if uh, the person strikes the woman and she has a miscarriage? Uh, as we said, uh, the pain and the damage goes to the woman, and the money for the vladot, uh, the the child, goes to the husband. Uh, what happens if the husband is not long, no longer there? Uh, then his heirs get the money. Um, uh and uh, if the woman is not alive uh, her is uh, get the uh, uh, that this payment uh, however if she was a maidservant she was freed or a convert i.e. people that are married uh, to uh, a convert and don't have any uh, children uh, then uh, the person you know the then uh, um, that's it uh, the person uh, that that caused the damage doesn't actually have to pay uh, the damage uh, as a result of that. So in you know if if this if the husband's not alive the woman doesn't get anything seemingly. Uh, the Gemara says uh, about that. Uh, Amri me adifem mi venitin is this uh, brighter better than our Mishnah? Uh, it says the uh, okmina shkaval ba We said that um. Uh, that uh, is that any worse than when he uh, when he, he, he hurt her during the lifetime of the convert and then the convert dies? Okay, how the same thing? He hurt her during the lifetime of the convert. mate, uh, go. Sorry, and then the the convert dies. And uh, therefore, you know, they, they, we can also explain exactly this way as well. Viba uh, timer, another answer uh, to it. You could have said, lacha uh tani zachta. And uh, and it's, or you could even say that he, in, he heard to after the convert died and uh, what is uh, and, and we don't teach zakha uh, we teach zakhta uh, means she, she does uh, acquire it as well alright so it would seem that uh, there's a makhlokhet and we say do we say go so far as to say maybe in the maybe the Rab and rabban rafkista uh, is the makhlokhet as well uh, what does that mean bat yisrael leger what happens if a Jewish woman was married to a convert minit uh, mimenu and she became pregnant uh, from him and then tragically, someone hit her, uh, and, uh, and uh, she loses the pregnancy. Uh, if it's in the girl's lifetime, uh, you have to give the money to the girl. If the girl already died, uh, then one opinion says uh, he is liable uh, to give um, the money uh, to you Know and uh, and uh, and the one person says he's exempt from paying my love, uh, um, tonight, and in who should surely there's a maklochet tanayim, i.e., rabba vada tanayim, uh, you know, and according to rabba, it's definitely a machloket tanayim, he maintains the whole, you know, as um, he said before, uh, you um uh you know you you do uh come along and uh um uh, and, and and pay it you have to you know uh it's uh, you do have to pay it uh and and uh uh, and this, uh, but uh, according, you know, it says Ella the Rav Kista me, Should we say it is a machloket tnaaim? And the Gemara says Lo kasha. No, not necessarily, uh, because Rav could say, listen, uh, both of these brats are like me, a higher rabbanon, a and I'm saying uh, the difference is uh, how much the woman increases due to the child. It's uh, a in the Mishnah, uh, and that's the brata uh, that says is exempt is like the rabbans who said increase in a value is. Uh, as a result of the child belongs to the husband, uh, the writer said that he is liable. Uh, is like Rabbi Shmuel Gamliel says the woman also shares in the increase in the value of of pregnancy, even if it happened, uh, or you know even if it's only paid after the husband dies. Uh, so then e if that is like Rabban Shmuel Gamliel, mine, lachameta why dafka? Do you have to say that after the death of the husband, nami itlay, p'alga? You know, why dafka the death of the husband, even during the husband's life? Uh, surely she should have uh, at least half a share, uh, as we explained before. No, really, what it's saying is uh, you're right, 100% right. Uh, if it's in her lifetime, uh, then uh, you, you, you she pays half after his death. Uh, it all belongs to. Her. Another explanation of it. So we say there's all Rabban Shimon and we say we can and we talk about different payments. Uh, that he is liable is the value uh, of the increase of the offspring, which belongs uh, partly to the woman and there's that split. And therefore, if the husband dies, she gets all of it. Uh, whereas uh, the the actual Compensation for the, the, the child that actually dies, the actual miscarriage itself uh, belongs 100% uh, to the husband, and because he died, um, uh, then the person is exempt uh, from paying that because there are no um, pers- uh, people that he's related to because he is a convert, he didn't have any children uh, as well. Uh, Sugumurah says, Amri, Meshevach Vladot, it says, Lishama Demei Vladot, Rabbi uh, 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 so really what's the difference between the two of them because uh, we said uh, the the woman acquires a uh, an increase uh, of the offspring well then surely we should say uh, that according to Rabbi Shumagamle, she also gets uh, the, the child if she you know the uh, she was wounded after he died and also uh, from Rabbi Shemagamle Shemar Rabbanan we could hear uh, that's the same as the rabbis they don't seem to be arguing about that uh, Amri Law uh, the rabbis say no uh, not necessarily uh, no really what happens is when the woman... Um uh, you know, with regard to increase the value uh, that is the, 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 the value of the child and she's got, uh, you know, Zakya Baha Bikula, really that uh, she's got the uh, shaikha yada her hand is kind of connected to it uh, in, in the actual thing, Zakya Baha Bikula therefore she acquires. you know, she would have got a share of it anyway uh, so therefore, what do we say, once the husband dies she actually gets all of it, okay, she would have had a share before uh, she gets all of it now uh, when it comes to the, the actual offspring itself, which really belongs to the husband, uh, and therefore when it belongs totally to the, her husband, and then even though the husband dies, uh, therefore she, the woman wasn't in, entitled to get anything. Uh, and that's that. Uh, and that, that she, she doesn't have any greater claim uh, on that. All right, no now. Another question. By me no Ravyava uh uh Sava um Ravnachman, Ravyava Sava, ask Ravnachman, uh Machazek, uh Bashtarato Shogar Mahu. Um uh what happens uh if you um uh, you know, bias a document. Uh, you know, take uh, t- take possession of the documents of a convert, and then the convert dies. Uh, you know, how, how do we view that? So on the one hand, you're saying, listen, when you take possession of the document, you're taking it with acquiring uh, acquiring the lands, because all documents uh, refer ultimately uh, to some form of land, or usually refer to to some form of land. So once you take the document. You you've actually acquired uh, the land uh, with you. the uh, and uh, if you if you take it with that thing uh, because we say the you've never done any Kenyan uh, on the actual land itself you've done no acquisition on the land and uh, and therefore you uh, you also don't acquire uh, the document Okay, uh, the love, data, ashtara, because your mind was not on the document. Uh, you wanted the property that was in the document. Uh, that's the one way of looking at Or uh, the data, uh, nami, ashtaro. maybe you had intention uh, both for the document as uh, well as what's written in it, i.e., the underlying land as well. Okay, and therefore the paper belongs to you. So, Amalei, Ani, Mori, you know, answer me, my rabbi. He says, listen, Viki, Lazar, Al Pit look it who did you know what's a guy going to take a document for uh, is it going to use to use a document as a bottle cap surely you know surely what, you know he wants he's taking the document because he wants uh, the land uh, that is uh, part of it inherently in it uh, Amale, uh no um uh, you know Amale, the response is sure uh, let's or. no the guy could even wanted to cover up a uh, um uh, use it as a bottle stop over there. All right. uh the next um, but that that uh, we we discuss now. mashkano. shadishal ager. What happens if you got collateral of a Jew and, the, and, and that a convert is holding? uh the convert lent him money and the Jew gave him collateral and then why uh, uh, and, uh, and then the convert dies. Uh, and then another Jew comes along and. And takes possession of this uh, collateral, and uh, does that? Does that mean because it like was owned by the converts, and therefore once it becomes hefke uh, once the convert dies, um, uh, we say no. In and, and that's why someone else came and took it. Uh, we take it away uh, from his possession. We give it back to the original owner. Mahatama. Uh, what is reason for that? paka Because the convert died, the, the lien on the on the loan disappeared. And once the lien on the collateral disappears, it goes back to the person who provided uh, the collateral automatically and no one else can take it. Uh, in the opposite case, um, what happens if the collateral of a convert is uh, in the possession of a Jew in the hands of a Jew who lent him money made to go? And then the convert uh, dies? Uh, and he comes along and takes possession of it the one owed the money acquires uh, you know, a share of the collateral equal to the money that was owed to him uh, and it says it and the other guy acquires uh, the rest of it uh, and the Gemara says surely what you should say surely what you should say is that uh, his courtyard uh, should acquire it for him uh, says a person's courtyard acquires for him uh, even without his knowledge uh, and the go- answers the, the Gomorrah and what are we talking about here um, uh, uh, the, the later uh, we're talking where the, the, the credit is not standing next to the courtyard uh, it says to Italy a day Anywhere, uh, you know, so if he was there, uh, you know, uh, wherever he is, uh, if you want to acquire, it, he could acquire it himself. Uh, then we say, if he could acquire it himself, we could get his courtyard uh, to acquire. It. But however, uh, the corollary of that, if he was not uh, next to uh, the, the collateral and, uh, and, you know, it wasn't in the courtyard, he uh, uh, if you want to acquire, he couldn't acquire it. Uh, his courtyard doesn't also acquired from him. Then the Gomorrah answer the Gomorrah summarizes. Um, it says, that. Uh, the late Sekhetarah, the halakha is where he's not present uh, in his courtyard. Uh, he doesn't acquire uh, the collateral over there. All right, uh, that is uh, a good place to stop. We will start tomorrow's stuff, Bezrat uh, Hashem, with a discussion of Bor, okay, as we move very much into the, the pit uh, elements of this Gemara. Uh, but we'll leave it for there. Everyone should have a great day.